Good morning. It's Friday, May 17th, and welcome to the So What Pod. So as you can see, we've moved our podcast from Monday to Friday. We figured Friday debriefs were a better format for the podcast, and a day when people would rather listen to their news than read it. To that same end, we've moved our longer newsletter that used to go out on Fridays to Monday. In it, you'll get a handful of headlines, as well as a longer piece, usually written by me, breaking down a major story in Canadian political news that you should know about. We'll be continuing with our Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday quick daily rundowns as usual. To access all of this content and be the first to know about our exclusive ebooks and courses, head over to our website at www.sowhatmedia.ca and click subscribe to our mailing list. In today's pod, I'll be covering Canada's digital charter to combat hate speech, Canada's lead role in trying to find a peaceful end to the Venezuela crisis, Doug Ford's propaganda machine, and yesterday's election in Newfoundland and Labrador. First, Canada's digital charter to combat hate speech. This week, Prime Minister Trudeau was in Paris meeting with world leaders as part of the quote-unquote Christchurch call, a call to action led by New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern to put an end to the spread of hate online. The call involves a pledge, which several leaders, Trudeau included, and online social platforms have signed on to. While in Paris, Justin Trudeau made the announcement that Canada would be developing a charter to combat online hate speech, misinformation, and electoral interference in Canada. The Minister of Innovation, Navdeep Baines, is expected to outline the details of the charter at a digital governance summit in Ottawa this month. Next, Canada's lead role in trying to find a peaceful end to the Venezuela crisis. As one of the founding members of the Lima Group, Canada has taken a lead role in working to establish a peaceful outcome for the crisis in Venezuela. The Lima Group was established in 2017 with that aim, and includes 14 countries from the Americas. Earlier this year, the Lima Group called for an emergency meeting in response to the constitutional crisis and escalating violence in Venezuela. Ottawa hosted the February meeting and denied media accreditation to Russian state news outlets, as well as to a Venezuelan news broadcaster founded by former Venezuelan leader Hugo Chavez and funded by the Venezuelan government. The decision, usually taken by the Parliamentary Press Gallery, was deferred to Global Affairs Canada, given the sensitive nature of the conference. Canadian Minister of Global Affairs, Christia Freeland, is currently in Havana to discuss the Venezuela crisis with her Cuban counterpart. Cuba is a Venezuelan ally, largely as a result of their similar political ideologies and oil relationship. Now, on Doug Ford's propaganda machine. Last summer, the Ford government set up a social media account called Ontario News Now, intended to communicate the government's agenda to the public. Ontario News Now is entirely funded by taxpayer dollars, and those running it make six-figure salaries. Here's our take on that. The medium undermines Canadian democracy in multiple ways. First, by skirting around actual journalists, whose role is to ask critical questions of politicians. And second, by passing off partisan messaging as journalism. As Ontario's NDP leader, Andrea Horwath, said, What the government is trying to do is make it look as though this is a legitimate outlet, and it's not. It is a propaganda machine being paid for by public dollars.
Last but not least, the election in Newfoundland and Labrador. At the time of recording, polling had not yet closed in the Atlantic province, and commentators were calling a tight race between the incumbent Liberal Party and the Progressive Conservatives. If the province's Liberal Party wins another term, they will be the first incumbent party to do so in recent provincial elections. From Quebec to Ontario to Alberta to PEI, recent provincial elections have all swung to the right, with the Coalition Avenir du Québec beating out the Liberals, and Ontario, PEI, and Alberta all going to the Progressive Conservatives, beating out the Liberals, Liberals, and NDP, respectively. A recent CBC article noted that not since the Great Depression disrupted sitting governments across the country has any Prime Minister presided over a period of such sweeping political turnover as Justin Trudeau has ahead of October's federal election. That's it for today's pod. Be sure to sign up to our mailing list on our website to stay up to date with political news throughout the week and to get Monday's newsletter where we deep dive into a topic making Canadian headlines. Thanks for tuning in and have a great weekend.